Hey, this is Caleb Clay, Associate Pastor of Anchor Faith Church here in Valdosta, Georgia. We want to thank you so much for tuning in to this week's message. We believe that it will minister to you and be a blessing to your life. Now get ready to receive a word from God. Um, I normally like to kind of teach, and, and uh, I guess if this is recorded and Pastor Mark hears it, he'll know I don't have my three points and like he suggested Pastor Ashley have and also like my husband suggested. And normally I am more of a, a teaching type, but I just really felt impressed to encourage tonight and just to exhort you to stand in trust in the Word and in trust in the Holy Spirit. You know, we have the Word, and in the Old Testament, they had the prophets to speak to them, to tell them what, what God was saying. But today, as a born-again believer and as a Christian, we have the Spirit of God inside of us. So not only do we have the Word that we are to obey and to listen to and to trust, but we're to listen to the voice within us, the Holy Spirit. And we have to learn to, to not only stand and trust in the Word, but we have to learn to trust in the Spirit that we hear inside of us. And if we don't lean into that, if we don't learn to trust that and we begin to ignore it, we begin to um, quench the spirit that's within us. You know, I always heard about quenching the spirit when I was younger. I always thought of that. Well, when you're in a church service and, and maybe you don't say something that you feel like you need to say, that that's quenching the spirit. But every day of our life, if we don't listen and obey the spirit, the voice of God within us, we begin to quench the spirit and we, we, um, we, we stop and we, we kindle, we put out the fire that, that God's got inside of us, the fire of the Holy Spirit inside of us. When we quench the spirit and we don't obey and we don't trust, then we, we put a, a stop, a stopping point. We begin to, to put out the fire that's within us and we begin to not trust and to not lean into the word of God. Um, and as, as a believer, I know that, that there are things, I know that there's things that God wants to accomplish in each of our lives, in this church, in your lives individually, as your family, that can only take place and can only be accomplished as you learn to trust God. There are things that he wants to do in your life. I don't care how young you are. I don't care how old you are. I may be the oldest one in here. It doesn't matter how old I am. God still wants to work through me or how young you are. God wants to work through you. But what we have to do and is trust him. We have to believe him. The things that he's put in our heart, we have to trust him. We have to trust his word. And in order, he wants to do things in our life. There's blessings that we have. There's promises that we have. But if we want to see those promises and those blessings fulfilled in our lives, we have to trust him. He wants to do things for us. He has accomplished things for us. He has provided. But if we don't trust him, then we're not allowing him to, to work in our lives. So we have to trust him. I guess a little bit of teaching is coming out. So trust, let's just say what, the, what, what does trust mean? Firm belief in the reliability, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something to put one's confidence in. What are some synonyms, synonyms of uh, trust? Confidence. You know, and when, we, when I say these, I want you to think about your relationship with God and your relationship with the Word and your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And are you, are you acting on these? 
with the word and with the voice of the Holy Spirit within you, are you acting on these? Confidence, faith, freedom from suspicion or doubt, sureness, certainty, assurance, conviction. You know, have you ever watched a child or maybe you've been the child that stood on the side of a pool when the parent was in the pool telling them to jump? And there was a certain amount of fear with that child for the first time that they do that. And the parent knows without a doubt that they're going to catch that child. But that child's not so sure about that the first time. But they learn to trust that parent. And there's some of you that God's saying, it's time to jump. It's time to jump in. I've got things that I want you to do, and it's time to jump. It is time to jump. And are you going to trust him by jumping? Are you going to know that he's there, that what he's called you to do, he's going to see you through it. He's not going to let you fall. He's not going to let you drown. He will take you through it. But there is a point of trust that you have to believe and jump. And that's what I'm here tonight to do is encourage you the things that God's put in your heart, the things that that you know you're supposed to be doing. It's time to jump. It's time to trust him. Let's look in uh, Proverbs chapter 3. I'll let you do that. I'll give you the floor and you go for it. And I do not have them all marked, so we're, you're just going to have to wait on me to find them. Proverbs 3, beginning in verse 1. And we've got quite a bit of scripture to read, so just bear with me. My child, nev- are you a child of God? Never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will, I want you to listen to the promises as we go through this. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Any of you want a satisfying life? I mean, I don't want to just live. I don't, I don't want to just go through my life and die one day and not be satisfied. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Any of you ever lose keys? And you make the comment, I just need the time around my neck. My, my um, brother-in-law, I had lost uh, apparently more keys than I thought I had at work. And the last time he had one made for me, he brought me a, a, a key on a huge chain for me to wear. And that's what we need to do with the Word of God. We need to have it about our neck. We need to have it in front of us, constantly reminding ourselves of the Word. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people. And you will earn a good reputation. It's important to have a good reputation in the world. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. With all your heart. Not a portion of your heart, but with all your heart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. How many times do we do that? That we think we can figure it out. I've got this. I know what I'm doing. Do you really? God has a better way. And there's not anything in our life that he's not concerned with. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. 
Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. The message says this, Good friend, don't forget all I've taught you. Take to heart my commands. They'll help you live a long, long time and a long life lived full and well. Don't lose grip on love and loyalty. In other words, live a Christian life. Live a holy life. Live the way God wants you to do. Don't get caught up in the world. Don't get caught up in how the world lives. Live the way God wants us to. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials on your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Trust God. Trust God. From the bottom of your heart, don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. You know, I heard somebody say um, that home, and maybe that was here, that home should be a place that you run to, not away from. You know, you run when, when you get in trouble, when you do something wrong, home shouldn't be a place that you're scared to go to. Home should be a place that you run to. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. Your body will glow with health. Any of you need that? Your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will brim over. So he's promised us long life and length of days. Verse 2 in the King James says, For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Peace is very important. Like I said, you can, you can go through your life and have all kind of money and have all kind of things, but if you don't have peace and satisfaction in your life, you're not living. And there are blessings and promises of God that if we trust Him, we can live in those. And we can, be, we can live a satisfied life. Not half full, not half empty, but full with the promises and the blessings of God. But we have to learn to lean into it and to lean into the Word and lean into the Spirit when He speaks to us and obey. Trust and obey Him. Favor and good understanding. He'll give us direction. Any of you have things that you need direction on? Every day. You know, and the more we trust in what his opinion is, the more understanding and the more direction we will have so that we don't have to take all the, the um, curves and the extra roads that we shouldn't have been on in the first place. We would have more of a direct line on how to get there if we learn to, to take time to listen to his direction. We'll have health. And it also says we'll have plenty. Trust with all thine heart. Lean your whole body into it. You know, I just ask myself, am I willing to trust just as a child would? Just as a child would of jumping in a pool, knowing that that parent's going to catch them. Am I willing to trust God to that point that I'll jump off? When he says jump, it's time to jump. But when you, you know, when you get on one end of the pool and you start jumping, also be aware of when, the, when, when God moves to a different location. You know, if a parent moves to a different location and the child jumps in, they're in trouble. So that daily relationship, that just, you know, if he led you in one direction, that doesn't mean you stay there for 30 years. You know, he might be moved. And you might be jumping in and wondering why you're not being caught and why you're drowning. You know, he might be moved. 
So it takes a daily relationship. It takes a daily trust and a daily walk to know that, okay, he's no longer there. That's why I'm in trouble. He's already moved to the other end, and I need to be down there with him. Do a, um, you know, just do a self-check. I mean, you know what goes on in your life, and each of us deal with different things differently. Uh, some of us worry more. Some have fear. Um, some have fear with, about their children. Uh, some have fear about finances. Some of us deal with certain areas better than we do in other areas. Um, my parents grew taught me to just. It wasn't that we walked in faith so much as God's gonna God's gonna work this out for me. And there wasn't a lot of fear in my life. There wasn't a lot of worry. But, but not everybody's been raised like that. So some people deal with worry more or, or different areas. So just do a self-check as you're sitting here tonight. What areas do I need to work on? What areas do I need to start trusting God in more? What, what do I, just a self-check. Psalms um, 27. Let's go there. Verse 14, actually in the King James Version it says, Wait, or in the footnote it says, Trust on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Sometimes we get so caught up in something that we're trying to work things out on our own and we're trying to figure things out that we get, we get weary. We get tired. We get discouraged. We, get, we feel hopeless. And we lose hope. We lose hope in, 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 in it working out at all. Well, God's not even in this anymore. He's not with me. He's not understanding. But he says, trust in him. Be of good courage. This is not a suggestion. This is a command. Wait on the Lord. Trust on the Lord. Be of good courage. And he shall strengthen thine heart. When you do that, he shall strengthen thine heart. Like I said, there are promises and there are blessings But it does take your trust for him to bring them about in your life. He wants to do things for you. He desires to do things for you. He desires to work things out in your life. But you do have to trust him. You have to give him place. Don't get weary in your own efforts. Trust, trust, trust. Psalms 28 verse 7 and 8. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. Well, if I trust him, okay, let's just say that you trust him. Then where's your joy? Do you trust him? If you trust him, where's your joy? Some of us need to find our joy. Do you have joy? then do you trust him? Do you know it's awkward to, um, to just start laughing when there's really nothing to laugh about? It's, it's awkward to have a smile and joy when it feels like everything around you is falling apart. But if we trust our Father, if we trust God, we are to be full of joy. Not when everything works out. But before we see the the solution, because he is our solution. And if we truly trust him, our joy 
can help bring it to pass. Walking in that joy is just trust and it'll help bring it to pass. All right, where am I? 27 and 8. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust Him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. Do you ever do that? The Lord gives His people strength. He is a safe fortress for His anointed King. Um, you know, sometimes, and I've heard this so much lately, so I just know it's, you know, the Holy Spirit reminding us. But you have to be intentional with the Word of God. You intentionally trust. You intentionally have joy. You intentionally trust in God. It is something that you have to purpose in your heart to do. You do it on purpose. You know, and if, if um, just, you know, talking about different areas that we learn to trust God in, uh, when my daughter was a teenager, you know, we had our, we had our moments. And um, at one point I said, okay, God, I don't know what to do. And it's not that she was out running wild and crazy, but she just wasn't where I wanted her to be in the Lord. And I said, first of all, I need to know how to pray for her because I don't want to be manipulative manipulative you can be you can actually pray and and not be praying the will of God you can be praying what you want and I said you know my daughter better than I do you love her more than I do so how do I pray for how do you want me to pray for and of all scriptures he took me to second chronicles 17 and he said stand he said this battle is not yours stand still and see my salvation and then he took me just another verse or two after that, and he said, and they worshipped him. They worshipped God. And there was three things in those scriptures that he told me. He said, this battle's not yours. Stand still and see my salvation and worship me. And he really zeroed in on the worship me. So I said, okay, this, this is yours. From this moment, I trust you with my daughter. Do I trust necessarily her? No. And it wasn't that she was a bad daughter. I don't mean that. But my trust is not in my daughter. My trust is not in what I see or what I don't see. My trust is not in whether I see changes. My trust is in God and His promises. And you promised me this, and I'm trusting you. So every time fear started coming in or every time I started thinking, okay, what do I need to do? I said, I don't have to do anything but trust you. That's what you told me to do. That's my promise. That's what it means to trust God. Find out what His promise is. And I don't care what the circumstance looks like. I don't care who's acting out or, or what's happening around you. You need to find your promise in the Word of God and act on it and trust Him. And believe me, there were many, many times, and I even still to this day do that for her. I'm still standing on this. Because there's even more that she needs to learn about God. There's even a, a greater love of God that she needs to experience. So I've not even, I've not quit on that. That's a promise that'll go with me till I die. And when we get a promise, we stand on that promise. We don't stand on what we see. We stand on that promise and not allow worry or fear to set in. Because God will accomplish what he said he will do, but we do need to put our trust in him. Psalms 37, verse, uh, beginning in verse 3. 
Trust in the Lord. Imagine that. Trust in the Lord and do good. Then you will live safely in the land and prosper. Take delight in the Lord. Some of you need to learn to take delight in the Lord. Life is good with God. But we allow the outside world, we allow our everyday humdrum things that come around us, the, the, um, the things that are thrown at us, our job, um, finances, children, whatever it is, we allow that to take over our life and we don't enjoy a believer's walk. And you have to make a choice and a decision to believe and trust God and live a life that he desires for you to live. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you your heart's desires. Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. He will make your innocence radiate like the dawn. And the justice of your cause will shine like the noonday sun. Be still in the presence of the Lord and wait patiently for him to act. Don't worry about evil people who prosper or fret about their wicked schemes. Stop being angry. Turn from your rage. Don't lose your temper. It only leads to harm. For the wicked will be destroyed, but those who trust in the Lord will possess the land. You know, we have to get to a point that when you have a situation with, especially like an individual that maybe is doing you wrong, you know, you can go in yourself and try to fix it and probably make a mess out of it. Or you can walk in love and you can find out how God wants you to handle the situation And he'll take care of it. My daddy, several years ago, um, he began with a company that was his um, his main source of income as far as his company. And um, in the shipping department of this company, there were other uh, trucking companies that were in there that would hand a little bit of money to um, to the shipper. So daddy was getting the trashy loads. And he just was. I mean, he, he, he would do them. He wouldn't say a word. And he had two or three people come to him that really liked him and knew him and knew that he was a Christian and said, man, you're, you're getting done wrong. You need to go see about this. You need to go, you need to go uh, take care of this. And his response was, God will take care of me. I'm not worried about that. God will take care of me. And he just continued to do what they gave him. And many years later, that company closed the doors and he now owns the, the um, land that that company was on. God will take care of you. But now, if he had gone and done it his way, or the way he was being suggested to do it, he would have lost his witness. But because he let God take care of it, now he was a witness to several people. And they still talk about it today. So we can take things in in situations in our life, and we can try to fix them, especially women. You know, we got to get in there and fix everything. I'll fix it. But we need to let God fix things. Let God take care of it. He'll do it. Jeremiah 17. And verse 5. This is what the Lord says. Cursed are those who put their trust in mere humans who rely on human strength and turn their hearts away from the Lord. They are like stunted shrubs in the desert with no hope for the future. They will live in the barren wilderness in an uninhabited salty land. But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. 
They are like trees planted along a river river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Verse 7, those who trust in the Lord, they're blessed and they have made the Lord their hope and confidence. We need hope. We need confidence. We need to trust in God and let him bless us. Let him bring his blessings upon us. Blessed are those who trust. Psalms 34. Beginning in verse 1. And when I read these, look at the word. Look at the word. Look at each scripture. Look, at, look and see what it says. Don't just sit and wait for me to be through with the verses. Really look at what this word's saying. I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Any of you have fears? You can be free from fear. You don't need to walk in fear. You don't need to live in fear. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. For the angel of the the Lord is a guard. Any of you need a guard? He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. You know, Tommy and I were talking about, um, obviously, he and I need to lose a little bit of weight. And my brother's made the statement before, well, anything that tastes good, spit it out. And if you want to lose weight, if it tastes good, just spit it out. And some of us are tasting of the world, and we're not tasting of God like we need to be. We need to be tasting of the Lord because He is good. And we, we wonder why we're not satisfied. We're wonder, we wonder why we're not fulfilled, why we're, we're not full of joy because we're tasting of the world and we're not tasting of God. But He is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Y'all are causing me to lose my place. What verse am I on? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. They will have all they need. Any of you need all, all, all? Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry. But those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. Come, my children, and listen to me, and I will teach you to fear the Lord. Does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Then keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. Turn away from evil and do good. Search for peace and work to maintain it. The eyes of the Lord watch over those who do right. His ears are open to their cries for help. But the Lord turns his face against those who do evil. He will erase their memory from the earth. The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. Do you hear that? The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. 
The Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. The righteous person faces many troubles, but the Lord comes to the rescue each time. Psalms 32, beginning in verse 7. For you are my hiding place. You ever just want to go hide somewhere and get away from everything? None of y'all, no, y'all don't have that problem. Okay. He's our hiding place. We don't have to go to a, a geographic location to hide. We just hide in the presence of God. That's where we need to be. You know, the Holy Spirit just began to deal with me several years ago about, um, I had questions about, about different things, questions that I wanted answered. And the Holy Spirit just began to minister to me, not to come into the presence of God for answers, but just come into the presence of God. And in that presence, the answers would be. But not to come seeking Him for the questions, for the answers, but seek Him and I'll get those answers in His presence. And then you get both. You get His presence and you get the answers. Tommy's laughing at me with my glasses. That's okay. One day I won't need them. For you are my hiding place. You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do not be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. Some of us need that, don't we? Many sorrows come to the wicked, but unfailing love surrounds those who trust the Lord. So rejoice in the Lord and be glad, all you who obey him. Shout for joy, all you whose hearts are pure. Some, some of you just need to, or some of us, just need to even shock ourselves and shout. 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 Hallelujah. Shout. There's joy in, in trusting God. There's joy in the presence of God. There's enough around us going on that's sad and, and uh, that'll bring you down. We just need to jo- rejoice. Shout. I know we're believing for some things. We need to shout about it. He's got it. He, we trust him. So why not have joy and enjoy his presence? Why not enjoy him? That's right. It's already been provided. Hide in the presence of God and not the fear of the problem or situation. That's what we do a lot of times. We hide under the fear or under the problem. But look to the solution and not at the problem. Psalms 144, verse 1 and 2. Blessed be the Lord my strength, which teacheth my hands to war and my fingers to fight. My goodness and my fortress, my high tower and my deliverer, my shield, and he in whom I trust, who subdueth my people under me. Psalms 18 verses 1 and 3 talks about he's my strength, he's my rock, he's my fortress, he's my deliverer. I will trust and rejoice. I will trust and rejoice. Can you rejoice? Amen? Psalms 33, verse 16. 
The best equipped army cannot save a king, nor is great strength enough to save a warrior. Don't count on your war horse to give you victory, for all its strength it cannot save you. But the Lord watches over those who fear him, those who rely on his unfailing love. He rescues them from death and keeps them alive in times of famine. We put our hope in the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. Let your unfailing love surround us, Lord, for our hope is in you alone. Your hope is not in your job. Your hope is not in your spouse. Oh, that's going to hurt. Your hope is not in your spouse. I might have hurt Tommy's feelings a long time ago, but I told him, I said, somebody asked me, said, well, does Tommy, is, 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 he's, he fulfills you. He's, he's your, your other half. He's, he's the person to fulfill you. I said, no, man can't fulfill me. God's the only one that can fulfill me. And if I let God fulfill me, then my relationship with him would be even better. But I can't look to man or to a parent or, or to a child to satisfy me or to give me um, the peace and the, the fulfillment in life that, that we desire because that desire that's in there to be fulfilled and to be satisfied can only be satisfied and fulfilled by God. And that's going to come by staying in His presence and by trusting in His Word. And is it always easy? No. And does it always, do, do the problems always, um, re, are they always resolved overnight? No. But we trust Him. And He will see us through. He will deliver us. And if we do it in, in love and if we, um, if we allow God to work things out for us instead of us working them out, we will help those around us as we go through them. We, we will be a, a witness. We'll not lose our reputation. We'll have a good reputation among men and um, uh, among the people of the world so that they can see Jesus. But they do need, the world does need to see us shine. The world does need to see us living a blessed and prosperous life. And when things aren't good, they need to know that we have a father that we can trust in and that we do trust him. You know, I was at a wedding several years ago, and it was um, right at, at dusk, and um, they had lights, you know, for the, um, for the wedding and everything. And before it got dark, I mean, you really didn't even know there were lights up there. But before the wedding was over, it had gotten dark, and the lights were beautiful. And the Holy Spirit just ministered to me, you know, you shining, coming to church and shining, nobody really sees that because there's light in there. But when you shine in the darkness, when you shine in the world, that's when you're seen. That's where you need to be seen. God will not require you to do something that he's not provided the power to make it happen. You know, and one of the things that, that he has for us is protection. And, you know, there is protection from the Word. We have a promise for protection from the Word. But we also need to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. There is protection but there's tr and, and trust, but you do have to learn to listen to the Word and the Holy Spirit. They work together. Um, now I'm, I'm being completely vulnerable to you. Um, but several years ago, I was in a relationship where um, I felt threatened physically. 
And um, I was at home by myself that night, and I just began to feel real uneasy about it. You know, and I'm not one to, like I said, fear and worry is not really something that I uh, live in quite, a, you know, that much. And fear of being by myself or being at home by, by myself at night wasn't that big of a deal. So as I began to feel uneasy about it, I said, okay, God, what's going on here? You know, am I getting in fear or, or is this from you? You know, you need to listen to your spirit. Know what's going on. And um, I said, okay, I, I need a little confirmation of what I need to do. And I opened up the word, and honestly, I don't even know where it's at. And, and, but I, I found a scripture that, that said to hide from the wicked. And I said, okay, you know, that, that's confirmation. Not only do I have it in here, but now I have the word. And called my parents and said, I'm coming over for the night. But when we trust God, you know, you can't, can't walk around foolishly. You need to learn to listen to the Spirit. You need to learn to, to not only see the Word, but you need to learn to listen to the Spirit inside of you, to know where to be, to know for protection. Um, you know, Joseph was warned in a dream not to go back into Egypt, but, but he needed to stay away so that Jesus would be um, protected. So we have to learn to listen to the Spirit of God for protection, for for anything in our life, to know and to hear the voice of God. Uh, the wise men were warned not to go back uh, from, from the way they came to report to the king. They were warned. Um, there, I mean, you could, we could just come out with so many different things um, in, in the Bible of where God warned people and, and they went a different way or they didn't do this. Or, or there's some where they knew that they were to go and they went and there was trouble there, but God delivered them. So you still have to listen. You know, it's like I, my daughter now has her daughter. So um, as a parent, there's a certain amount of fear that you have to deal with in protecting that child and protecting that baby. And one of the things I told her, I said, well, you know, you pray protection over your child. You do that. You do what you know to do in the natural you pay protection over them, and then you listen to the voice inside of you. And that's the way you learn to trust God and learn to walk in, in the ways that he's guiding you and leading you. It, it, you can't live in fear. You can't, you can't allow fear to be your motivator. You can't do, you can't, you're, gonna, you're not going to enjoy life, and you're not going to be prosperous and be blessed with the blessings of the kingdom if you do that, if you don't walk in Trust in God, but if you walk in fear. Isaiah um, chapter 26. Three and four. Any of you need peace? You will keep in perfect peace all who trust you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Are your thoughts fixed on God? Trust in the Lord always. Did it say sometimes? It said always. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. He's the one that's going to always be there. He's the one that's going to always be steady. He's the one that's going to always be true. He is your rock. He is your fortress. 
He is your salvation. He is your shield. He is your high tower. He is your peace. He is your answer. In Him and in His presence are the answers that you need for everyday life. Everyday life. So I just want to challenge you tonight. Are you going to trust Him? Are you, the, areas that, the areas that we need to, to work on, find the scriptures that you need. You know, um, the internet is just amazing <laughs> at what you can find. And you can use it for the Word of God too. Uh, you can find, um, I mean, all you got to do is, um, um, if you need scriptures for your children, just Google it. You can find them. Whatever you need, but find the scriptures. Find them. Read them. Get them in your heart. Bind them about your neck. Literally, if that's what you need to do. Put them on your mirror. Whatever you need to do, find the scriptures that you need. Begin to trust them. And, and when worry starts coming, when fear starts coming, when you still don't see the solution, just go back to that word. Keep that word in front of you. Nope, I have your word. I'm trusting you. I trust you. I trust you. Uh, maybe all of you just need to say that. Lord, I trust you. Lord, I trust you. Amen. Thank you guys so much for checking out this week's message. If there is any message that you have missed or you just want to hear again, they are all available for free on iTunes. Just search Anchor Faith Church Valdosta and be sure to subscribe. That way you'll be notified once the new messages are available. Also, if you'd like to learn more about our church and what we have available for you and your family, or if you'd like to donate financially to the ministry, be sure to visit our website at anchorfaithvaldosta.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next week.